This episode of the Golf Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Sign up by using our link and receive $500 risk-free bet. That's right, 500 bucks. And if you send in your first bet slip, you'll receive a free t-shirt. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash win for a $500 risk-free bet. That's sportsgambling.com slash W-Y-N-N. And we're also brought to you by better than Vegas. Better than Vegas is the home for the avid sports better, providing insights, analysis, and free betting picks better than Vegas. It's like YouTube for sports betting. Make sure to subscribe to our page. So you don't miss a pick that's sportsgambling.com slash BTV. That's sports gambling podcast.com slash BTV. And we're also brought to you by better edge. Better edge is the stock exchange for sports bets, allowing you to buy and sell betting positions like the stock market, the best part is allows you to bet with no VIG. That's right. No VIG. And it's legal in 40 States. Sign up at betteredge.com promo code SGP for a free $10 bet. That's betteredge.com slash SGP. And we're also brought to you by ACE per head. ACE per head is a leader in paperhead providers, and they make it super easy to start your own sports book. Plus ACE is offering up to six weeks free over at aceperhead.com slash SGP. All right, welcome back to Generates. Uh, we just wrapped up watching the Tournament of Champions. Uh, we're going to give you the first look um, for next week. Uh, it's me, Boston Capper, with the God of God of himself, Steve Shermer. What's up, Steve? How'd we do? Not much. I mean, listen, I I know I did pretty well. I mean, my outrights didn't cash, but uh, we'll go over <laughs> some of uh, our betting card and you know some highs and lows. But I mean, another great Tournament of Champions. This thing always seems like it delivers. We had a very jam-packed leaderboard coming in. I think like top 20 was in within like four or five. Oh, it was nuts. So yeah. yeah, I mean, and you know what? I mean, we had a, a long overdue winner. Um, I didn't have that coming, but uh, you know, I just, it was good. I mean, I, I, I dumped a lot of money to Harris English all last year and uh, it was nice for him to finally come through and pay that back when I had absolutely nothing on him. That's the way it works, man. It's what's funny to me is like with English, like after he didn't cash when what was that up in New England? It was Boston, right? TPC Boston, where like he would just play lights out, but DJ just went unconscious. Like I was like, how oh, this poor prick's never gonna win. <laughs> you know what I mean? So like I think that just kind of put a bias in my head. Like eh, if he's not winning that one, he's never winning. I didn't give him a second thought in this tournament. I, I do we even touch on him last podcast? No, I mean honestly, I kind of forgot he was in the eight thousand dollar range. That, that, that's my fault. But I mean, listen, like he he didn't really play all that great today. And I, I was getting no. worried that, um, you know, a couple of years ago you had Gary Woodland, you know, he played okay. You know, he played, he played really well the first three days, had an okay day, you know, final round. And then Xander just, you know, came out of nowhere and took it for him. I was kind of getting worried about Harris English doing that, but you know, he hit a great shot in 18. Missed that was eagle beautiful. Putt, though. He missed, missed the eagle putt, putt though. But uh, you know, he was able to get up and down for birdie on uh, the first playoff hole. He had his first win since 2013. And on, did you catch the, uh, the interview after the round no. with him? I was outside so he, a cigarette, making a drink so I could come do this. <laughs> so, I mean, if you guys don't know his backstory, he, so he was a really talented player coming out of Georgia. Like he, I mean, Georgia is basically a golf factory, you know, um, you know, he went toe to toe with Patrick Reed at the, uh, I think the 2010 NCAAs. That's a very famous story between them. But anyways, he was 
really touted to be like the next big thing. Like I, I remember like back in 2012, 2013, people were like, yeah, he's going to win the master someday. Like that's, that's how high a praise Harris English got. And then he won the Maya Coba in 2013. And then his career just kind of fell off. He was on conditional status heading into last year. And the guy just found something and he worked his way all the way up. I think he was like 250th in the world at this time last year. And now he's going to be close to the top 10 and he's got job security. He beat a fantastic field. So oh, was, you know, all, all the props of Harris English. Yeah. that, yeah, that was definitely. I can't believe how old is that dude? You like, you said 2013, like coming out of college, like that dude looks like he's 45 years old. I think he's in his like young. Yeah. I think he's at like early to mid thirties. So holy shit. Yeah. Listen, uh, I saw like, I look great at 37, but good Lord. Like, what does he do to himself to look that old? <laughs> I mean, he said, listen, it's, if, if you're not, if you're, if you're hanging on by a thread on the PGA tour, it's yeah, stressful. Gotta be stressful. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I'm, so, I mean, I'm sure that's happen. just as stressful as, you know, trying to pay your bills, have four kids, work jobs. I mean, come on, bro. It's not that stressful. Well, I mean, well, he mentioned that he's an independent contractor. So that, so what that, does that mean? I was like PGA. So, so aren't they all independent contractors? Yeah. So that, that was his point though. He's an independent contractor. If he doesn't play well, he's going to get paid. Yeah. So, and I actually, one thing I actually know too is, um, so he's a ping guy and yeah. they typically give all the ping guys like the new clubs. He's still rocking the G four hundreds from a couple of years ago. So I don't know how high on the totem pole he is for them. So well, is it, is it like he likes those clubs? Cause I mean, dude, he played there for a reason, right? Because of the FedEx kept points. Right. So I mean, he, Clearly could, he was usually, but usually what they do is like those clubs, like the next generation model, it's not yeah. like what you buy off the rack. They'll make it exactly the same specs as it is the, your old model. They'll yeah. just put on the, you know, the new brand, make it look like you're still using it, but he was still using the old driver. And I don't know. I mean, maybe he wasn't that high in the totem pole. He wasn't getting the new stuff, but I mean, now, you know, maybe they'll pay attention a little more with him. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, look, he had a great, he had a great year last year, uh, and obviously starting this year off very well. Uh, I don't have him in any of my fantasy golf pools, so that's not great. Um, <laughs> but um, all right, so I guess what was uh, I mean, I, I was I was heaviest on the on JT top five, and I, I mean that was my heaviest bet. I was like, oh, this is free money. Like I'm gonna go to get down on that. Um, the the uh, uh, Leishman bet actually pushed. <laughs> My Did plus it, really? it pushed, he fucking fell off the cliff. Um, uh, and then, so I was happy that pushed. I think, uh, I think your Kisner bet pushed, right? Did your Kisner matchup push, uh, with Adam Scott? Yeah, I think it pushed. I think so. So I, so what, yeah, that I, that no, he lost by one. Oh so, no. Did no, he that's it. That, that's all right though. No, I mean, otherwise with matchups. So, uh, Hideki or did not go well. We will cover Hideki shortly, but at least I was right. I'll, I'll take, you know, it's silver lining. My big short was Tony Finau and he was terrible. Oh, he was, he was very so, bad. So I'll take that. But I had more cow over Finau too. That one yep. was over after day one. Yeah. Uh, more cow over hot. in that cash. Yeah. Webb was tied with Bryce and had the final round. And then Webb just was awful today. Um, yeah. I think he, we're going to talk about some surprise and disappointments in a little bit. He's, he's one of my disappointments. Uh, and then uh, my DJ Prava Richie Rorinsky just <laughs> snipped Brian gay on the last day by one. So, Amen. so I'll roll the match. And then I, I, I if, if you're on the Slack channel, I put out some uh, in tournament uh, matchups that went six and one this week. Uh, and then the last one is I, I wish I actually followed through with my own advice and took it, but on Saturday morning, I looked at the playoff prop and I saw all the guys that were bunched up and you could get a yes playoff at plus three fifteen. I'm like, that looks pretty good. And so I threw that in a Slack channel. Hopefully somebody in there took it. Cause I sure didn't, but uh, yeah, that I, hit. I, I was going to grab it 
but I was drinking pretty heavily last night and I couldn't figure out where I was. And, uh, when I woke up today, I had too much shit to do. So uh, there you go. just, just yeah. didn't take free money. So that was fun. And as I'm but, uh, watching this, I was like, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> Other than that, I was also in on the G- GT top five, um, web didn't hit there. Nah, Sanjay Web didn't hit his top five. Sanjay, hit Sanjay, his- Sanjay was top 10. Scheffler just missed it. He had a good day today. Uh, he didn't hit it. And then, uh, if you have top 20, if you could find top 20s, the, you know, I wasn't on because the, the couple of books I use, they don't offer it, but, uh, Munoz and Laird are two recommendations top 20s. They both were in yeah. Kevin, uh, um, I put Palmer in there too. Oh, there you go. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. And then, uh, Kevin, I was my other one. And, uh, he oh, somehow he was, was six. He was six over today. Damn, and that happened? helps. Well, the, I, I want to wonder that too. Cause I was first in our, uh, our little DJs only, uh, draft Kings, uh, contest. Gets, and then I felt all the way to, again. I fell the fourth because of Kevin. Nah, he was yeah. six over today. I so, still took first with Hideki. So well, there you go. We'll sort of line in there. Fuck Hideki. Yeah. Um, so over, overall though, I think if, uh, I, I think it sounds like we both had a pretty good week. Oh yeah. Yeah. I definitely, I definitely had a good weekend. I, I gave, I gave a, a chunk back, uh, on the bills and I gave, uh, a chunk back on the Bucks, and then a little more chunk back on the Titans. So that was well, fun. See, guys, that's why you bet on golf in order to, you know, subsidize right. your terrible NFL bets. That's right. That is correct. I don't. So that's the thing too. Like I was, it was funny. I was talking to Kramer. I think it was like a couple weeks, like, I don't know, we probably like week 12. Cause we do the, um, the circ contest together. And I'm like, listen, man, I was like, uh, I just focus so much on golf now. Like I don't even get around to like, like looking at like football until like late Thursday. I was like, I'm just so far behind. Like I don't, I don't grind NFL. Like I used to, cause I grind golf. Like I used to grind NFL. So, Hey, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> um, so what was your biggest, what was your biggest disappointment of the time? I mean, well, I, I have four disappointments Four. um, four, four notable disappointments. That's 10%. So. You were, you were disappointed in 10% of the field. It is. So <laughs> first disappointment is my lack of faith of Joaquin Neiman uh, heading into this week. And, and, I, and listen, like I will go, we, we will go over our highs in the practice, but we also like being transparent and I will tell you when I messed up. And honestly, I, I was too low on Joaquin Neiman coming in and I, I didn't have any faith in the putting numbers. He showed the, uh, the fall just because long-term he wasn't very good, but watching him today, he is genuinely a better putter. You know, yeah. he has a new technique. I, I, and maybe I just hadn't noticed it before, but it's something that the DJ does. So he takes his right elbow and kind of tucks it into his, his, um, you know, before he takes the stroke you know, kind of sells himself. And then he does the forward press and putts. That's something new. I've seen that. I haven't seen on Neiman. So if that's a new technique, that might explain why he's actually a really good putter now. So I'm actually very encouraged going forward with him. He might have a really big year now. Nice. That. Um, you know, another disappointment, Colin Moore, Colin today, that, today that was, though, he looked good until today. No, he was bad. Um, I actually, I got the stats up here. Let me pull it up. Um, I mean, he putted pretty poorly all week, all week but we expect yep. that. No. Yeah, I know. He he didn't have a good ball striking round today. It just yeah, today was it, no. It just it didn't. Yeah, he lost uh, two and about three strokes with his approach shots and off the tee today. It was rough. So oh. let's. I mean, it was good to see him back in the mix. So that was good. Uh, Sung J M. Uh, so I'll give you some uh, stats for the week for him. Uh, Sung J game two point four strokes per round tee to green. Lost point eight strokes per round putting. He had a really poor putting week, but that might be someone to look at for maybe next week. Is some yeah. at Sony? We get to him, and then Webb. Like he just seemed like he didn't really ever get it going. I had a lot higher hopes for him this week, and it just didn't go well. So, uh, so why don't we? Uh, why don't we give you the room right now? 
So how dead is Hideki to you? He's six feet under the jail. Like that's it. Like I, I really can't do it anymore. Like I swore him off last season. And then, like I said, I can't remember if we did it on the opening pod for the year. I just can't do him anymore. That's it. Like I, I said, I'm back in. I was like, I feel like, I feel like it's finally going to happen. Nope. That's it. Like he's just, he, he just can't do it. Like if it, his irons weren't even good, nothing was fucking good. He was the only guy who was plus on this course through fucking Saturday. Like nothing he did was right. Nothing at all. Like, I don't know. I, I, I he's broken. <laughs> like he's, he's gotta be broken. Right. Like he, He's not this bad. Like, so I, I don't understand. I really just don't get it. Like, I, whatever. I just can't bet him anymore. I can't bet him anymore. No more DFS. Nothing. Like, that's it. Like, I'm fucking going to fucking Hideki Anonymous. That's it. It's a wrap. It's really a wrap. Like, I don't understand how somebody can be such world class with their fucking irons and then all of a sudden hitting like me, like, like what the fuck is that? Like, dude, you're supposed to be putting it three feet to the pin. You're fucking shooting it off the goddamn fringe every fucking time. And you're three putting and you're fucking missing two footers and three footers. And what the fuck? Like it's, it's, it's maddening to watch. It's so fucking maddening to watch. You're like, all right, maybe he can get it going here. It's three feet. Nope. 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 Motherfucker can't putt. That's it. He can't putt. And his irons look like shit. Fuck him. I'm done. All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, you can catch the over on F bombs from uh, Boston Capper there. Cause I set the line at seven and a half and that went way over in about the first 30 seconds. Oh, come on. All right. So, so here's what, so here's what Hideki did this week. So you're wrong. He actually did do something positive. He uh, gained about a quarter shot per round off the tee. Oh, week, great. So. Great. A whole quarter shot. That's fucking. Mm-hmm. So lost half a shot per round with his irons. Not quite as bad as what you said, but for Hideki Sanders, not very good. How many s- strokes total do you think he lost of this putter this week? Seven and a half. You're too low. No way. Oh. 9.76. Good Lord. He lost almost 10 strokes to the field putting in a tournament that saw the winning score at minus 25. So that's not, that's not just pure strokes. Like just like right. 10 shots. That's like 15, like total cumulative, wow. like shots. So it, it, it was terrible. No, so I, I, I mean, and it, I think it was bad. I mean, I'll have to check you know, so in round one, he lost 4.4. <laughs> he lost 3.28 in round two. He lost 2.81 in round three, which means he actually did well today. Yeah. He gained about three quarters of a shot round putting. So yeah, well, <laughs> I mean, I, I, nobody, nobody he, watched him because he, he went off at he went off at 10 AM because he's like he wasn't even on fucking TV. Like, no, no, fucking but I mean, listen, I, the putter has continued to be a problem. It has been a problem ever since the 2017 PGA championship. It's, it's, it's not encouraging. Maybe he needs know? to try the tuck elbow technique or something. Fucking do something, bro. Like something, anything like, you I mean, he's, he's got to call Brad Paxton on the table. I mean, he, I mean, they, they always show a close up of him. Like, you know, they probably put the, like the worm camera, like right next to, he's about to putt yeah. and he's just fidgety. He's like tapping his toes. I, I mean, I, maybe he's got to do, you know, do like the arm putter, like, you know, Kucher and Webb did like anchor, do something. Cause like no. just That's traditional, the yeah, the short putter right now, he's been doing it for a while and it's, his putter has consistently been bad. It's just, it's something's got to change. Gross. So gross. Like seriously, like, like I, I, of all my DFS stuff, I'm like, man, I could have picked literally anybody else and I would have had like a comma 
with my winnings versus, you know what I mean? Versus just a couple hundred bucks. Like, come on, man. Fucking that's it. I'm seriously done. Like I, I, I like I will, I'll, I will not recommend him all fucking year. I don't care what happens. That's it. I will. That's it. I don't care. So. All right. Well, I, I think he's going to be in the $9,000 range again this week, just because it's a, it's a weaker field. So okay. we'll see. All right. We'll see. Nope. Nope. All right. So let's talk about, let's talk about the Sony open man. Fucking, uh, they get to stay out in Hawaii. Beautiful course. Nice life. What's different about this course versus where we just saw? Well, I mean, it's, it's night and day. I mean, the, you know, Kapalua was on a ski slope and this one is basically a flat terrain. So, so this golf course is a par 70. Uh, it's just a little over 7,000 yards long. Uh, it was developed by uh, South Rainer. Um, so not, this is the only golf course now that is featured on the PGA tour that was designed by Seth Rare. There used to be another one on the old white TPC, you know, the old Greenbrier. That unfortunately is no more. He also designed places like Chicago Golf Club, uh, Country Club of Charleston, uh, the Dunes course of Monterey Peninsula, you know, the PGA tour and the 18 T Pebble Beach Pro, and they play the short course. The Dunes course is actually very nice. He developed and you developed that too. Um, par 70, like I just mentioned, there's only two par fives on the golf course. One is actually the ninth hole, it's under 500 yards long. So I mean, that one is reasonable for everybody. The 18th is a cool hole though. It's a sweeping dog leg left. It's about 550 yards. It's similar to TPC Southwind, the 18th there, except it doesn't have the water. So, you know, that's a little bit of a challenging, um, hole there, but you know, I mean, the routing of the golf course is fantastic, you know, and you kind of expect that from a, you know, a classic design, like a Seth Rayner would do, you know, there's a lot of great variety from T to green, you know, that can be pretty challenging when the wind is up just because it keeps guys in their toes. They got to think they're waiting around golf posts because the wind's going to shift on them. hole to hole. Um, some of the more notable holes in the golf course, you know, the first hole, um, Seth Rayner took a lot of classic Scottish, uh, golf course design, you know, templates for wildlife. And the first hole is actually a comp is a comp to, uh, the road hole at St. Andrew, the 17th and oh, they have okay. similar features. Yeah. They're, they're both slight dog legs, rights. Um, they're long par fours. They both have a, they're guarded by like a, like a deep pop bunker on the left side mm-hmm. there. And you know, there's a lot of room to go left there, but if you go left down the fairway, you got to hit over the, you don't have a good angle to the pin. You got to hit over the bunker, but you go right. You have OB, right. You got a big tree. You got to contend, but if you hit a really nice tee shot down the right side of the fairway, you got a great look at the pin. So that's a pretty, that's a challenging hole to open up for everybody. And then the 17th is the most, is the, I guess the most infamous hole at Wiley just because it's on the beach. It's a Redan hole. If you don't know what a Redan is, basically it's a right to left sloping par three that's guarded in the back by bunkers. And there's usually a bunker on the left there. It's, it's a challenging hole because the wind is up. If the pin is on the right and you end up in those right bunkers, you're dead because you're hidden out of the bunker and the ball is just going to go sailing past the pin. Um, the green was redesigned in 2018 by Tom Doak. And a lot of guys were complaining about it. They basically called the managers just complain about how firm it was. And, you know, I mean, these guys are coddled and they're soft. Karen. So, um, I mean, but we're three years out, uh, now from the rebuild, the green should be a little more receptive. So, um, you know, overall, as far as we're scoring is typically scores are pretty good here. Usually, you know, low twenties is the winning score. I think JT set the record at like minus 27 a couple of years ago. Uh, last year though, it got really bad weather. So the winning score was only minus 11, but it's looking like this year that, you know, it's gonna be low eighties winds between 10 and 15 miles per hour. That's typical for Wiley. Nothing crazy like last year where they had like, I think 30 or 35 mile per hour winds in the first two rounds. So, yeah. um, you know, it should be pretty good scoring. We had a full field, 144 guys. Um, there are 30 guys uh, coming in from Kapalua. They're playing this week. Um, you know, some of the notables are playing Webb Simpson, Patrick Reed, 
your boy Hideki, uh, Kyle Morikawa, Victor Hoblin's coming over. Daniel Berger's coming over. Uh, Sung James playing. Harris English is on the list right now. We'll see. He's, he's not playing. Just, he's going yeah, out and shite face tonight and fucking <laughs> celebrating. Right. And I mean, playing. if I, if I was him and I just you know got job security and had one of the biggest wins of my career, I probably would skip this one. Yeah, dude, that was uh, a big purse too. What did he take home? I don't know how much exactly one eight or something like that. Play. Yeah, I mean, listen, it's it's a it's one of the it's better events win. for a reason. So yeah, man. it definitely had a big purse. And then some of the notables making their 2021 debut, you know, Russell Henley played really good in the fall. Uh, yeah. He was one of those guys who just couldn't get over the hump. Maybe next week is his week. Just like it was Harrison wishes. Uh, Emiliano Grio always does pretty well. At this golf course. Um, you know, he had a nice fall too. He's playing Zach Johnson had a pretty underrated fall. So, you know, he's some your boy Siwoo Kim. He's in the Ooh, field. Yes. And then uh, I think 2018 winner, Matt Kuchar, he's also in, although he's kind of on the downside of his career. So, but uh, you know, and then some guys who, some notables who aren't here, uh, who usually play um, Justin Thomas isn't here. He's taking the week off. Uh, probably a good thing. He goes away for a little bit after what he uh, got caught yeah. saying up microphone. Yeah. yeah we're, we're not going to touch that. Yeah. We're not going to touch that, but uh, we, yeah, uh, yeah, it's it's not, right not, not awesome. Um, Corey Connors is in here and he usually yeah. plays and that's a disappointment for you because I know you love, I love Corey Connors. Mm-hmm. He's on a bunch of my year long fantasy shit too. Like, I'm like, come on, man. Why aren't you playing here? Like, dude, you, you get to leave freezing ass Canada. I get to go play Hawaii. You got a decent course history there. Come on. Like, what, what are you doing? Well, he's probably going to wait to play the overseas Bermuda courses. that he usually does play. They plays well. <laughs> and so we'll probably see him with the Amex next week. Okay. Uh, and then some guys that I'm concerned that aren't here. So Gary Woodland usually plays this tournament and he was injured last fall. Yeah, we talked. He's about not that. here labor. right now. That's not great. No. Um, Justin Rose usually plays this tournament. I know he was struggling the fall. He's not here. Uh, I mean, I guess we're our eyeballs are safe because he usually wears a terrible Hawaiian shirt all four rounds. So <laughs> that's, you know, right. so that's, that, that, that's this tournament. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, Jordan Spieth is not here. Yeah. And that's concerning because this is usually the tournament that he makes his debut in. We all know about his troubles. The fact he's not here, I think that kind of speaks some volumes right now as far as the state of his game. Yeah, I mean, maybe, or maybe he just kind of wants to change up the juju, right? Like, all right, listen, I've been I've been sucking the past couple of years. Uh, I usually start here, I play well here, but my season doesn't go well. Maybe I don't go play here and I go work on some shit. Who knows? You know what I mean? I don't know. Whatever. Maybe. You're the one who thinks you're the one who thinks Speed is gonna is gonna. Do well this year. Oh, wait, is it Ricky? No, you think no, that was Ricky. Do- no, that was ah, you, sir. That's right. That's right. That was, that was you. Sorry. <laughs> now, so so the, so those are knowns, and then we have basically everybody who, everybody else, basically, you right. know, the the hanger-ons, the middle of the pack guys, um, you know. But uh, there is a trend to this tournament that I know you're going to latch onto oh, uh, as far as betting outrights. So seven of the last nine winners of the Sony open play the Kapalua. So more than likely it's going to be one of the 30 guys. Now, one of the 30 guys who played last week are the best. Really good. Right. Exactly. <laughs> right. But I mean, we've had like a, like a patent Kazire played Kapalua and ended up winning Fabian Gomez and winning Kapalua and then winning here. So, I mean, it's not really just the stars who do, you know, who come here and win. Right. I mean, there is something a little to having four rounds under your belt. I had everybody else and then you're just ready to go. Yeah. 
Absolutely. All right. Well, listen, before we, uh, before we break down uh, any more uh, early liens and things like that, uh, got to let you know, once again, we're brought to you by WinBet. $500 risk-free bet. Send in your first WinBet screenshot to podcast at sportsgamblingpodcast.com to get a free T-shirt. Tons of boosted bets, including a wheel spin to boost pilates. Perfect for DGENs only. WinBet is currently online in New Jersey, Colorado, and Michigan, and new states are coming soon. Uh, if WinBet isn't active in your state, you can still get a free T-shirt by referring a friend. Sports Gambling Podcast slash win. That's Sports Gambling Podcast slash W-Y-N-N. Hey, so did they legalize the sports betting in New York now? Did I read that right? Are, are uh, they're talking now? about it. Um, but there are already some special interests that are lined up to uh, block that. So guys, womp these guys, womp. These guys just always step on their own dick, man. It's so ridiculous. Just I, whatever. I, I know <laughs> it, they just, I mean, for the, I honestly, New York state is in a, a world of her economically. They would do very well to yeah, it's like just, I hear. I mean, my family and friends back in Massachusetts, the same shit. They're like, what the hell are they doing? Like you're shutting down all these places. Everything's shut down. Like we could get some revenue, you know, open up some new, str- Ugh, it's just whatever, not the podcast for that. Um, <laughs> all right. So, all right. So other than obviously, uh, like you said, right. Uh, the seven of the last nine winners have come from playing capital the previous week. What are some other, uh, what are some other betting strategies? What courses look the same? What can we take from it? Well, I mean, one of the challenges to betting this tournament is this is actually one of the least correlated golf courses in terms of, awesome. you know, just the types of guys that make it the top of the leaderboard. Um, so it, it, I, I, I rely on data golf a lot and they present these relative skill set charts. And basically this thing is for Wiley is kind of a mess. Um, there's really no correlation to driving distance uh, or approach play or putting you know, it's, there's not a lot of like key trends. Like sometimes you look at like the top of leader, we're like, Oh, bomber, 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 or like, Oh, great putter, great putter, big putter. here. I mean, you get a mix of guys. And I think that's kind of attributed to the fact that with the way Wi-Li is set up, you know, where some of the dog legs are, some of the fairway bunkers are, you know, it kind of hamstrings some of the guys a little bit. It's very hard to overpower this golf course uh, just because of where the dog legs are. And sometimes just based on you know, I mean, there are holes where you can pull driver and try to hit over it. Sometimes the smarter play is just lay back a little bit with three wood and then hit into the green. So, you know, if I had to say, you know, as far as things to maybe target, you know, I mean, driving accuracy is probably going to be pretty important just because, you know, most of the guys that are on the top of the leaderboard, they tend to be more of the accurate guys. Um, you know, like your web Simpsons, your, you know, like, like your Reeves, Jim Furyk, all those things. So um, but another thing too is, you know, just looking at where guys are hitting their approach shots because, you know, most guys are laying back on the tee. It really is a big test of your mid irons and your long irons this week. You know, so 12 of your 18 approach shots at Wiley are between 150, 200 yards. So, I mean, that's going to test, you know, last week at Kapalua, we focused a lot on white play. Yeah. yeah. This week it's, you're going to be testing, you know, more of your seven irons, six irons, five irons, you know, some of your pure iron players are going to do better here just because those are more the distances they're comfortable with. Right. So, you know, in, in some ways, just, you know, Wiley is only 7,000 yards long. And, you know, we think of Kapalua is this big wide open ballpark, <laughs> big bomber scores. And really Wiley kind of plays longer just because you're gonna have a lot of longer approach shots and there's no elevation change either. So what the yardage is, what it is, and you just got to hit your numbers. So, um, and then in terms of horses for courses, some of the guys who do well here, I, I have my article up, you can see the full list, but like, you know, Mark Leishman does pretty well. Where, where here. can you find that article, Steve? 
Uh, it's on sportsgamblingpodcast.com uh, up already. So some of the guys do well here. You know, Mark Leishman has gained uh, about one and a half strokes per round on the field total. You know, Jim Furyk, we said he's a good player here. Webb Simpson historically is good here. Uh, Cam Smith, last year's winner. Uh, he's usually good here. Daniel Berger's another guy. He does well. Zach Johnson. You know, I mean, if you look at these guys, like the, there's a varying degree of like their performance off the tee. Some guys are accurate. Some guys aren't, but most of these guys are pretty good iron players. So I think we're going to focus a lot on that, you know, focus a little bit on you know, performance on Bermuda grass greens too. I mean, it's, that's something that you got to keep in mind. Uh, and as far as like the layout goes, you know, I mean, it reminds me just like from a bird's eye view, it reminds me of colonial Harbor town, Sedgefield country club. So it sounds like, web, at, sounds like web. Yeah. And right. he's on that list of guys who do well here. So, I mean, if you look at some of the leaderboards of those places and then some of the guys who are typical horse score for courses, you can generally match a little bit, you know, as far as, huh how they do there to what you want to target here. So, I mean, off the jump, if we're talking about accuracy, driving, good long irons, I mean, barring Sunday, I mean, it sounds like, sounds like Maury, man. It sounds like Maury Kawa, right? Well, I mean, how's the putter going to be? I mean, cause it, 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 the scoring is probably, if it was like last year where, you know, minus 11 got it done, I would say, sure. Right. But you know, winning score is going to be, you know, probably said, close to minus 20, minus 21 today. Yeah. You know, this year. And, and he got there this, this week, right? You know, is he going to do it and with a terrible week? and with a terrible Sunday? That is true. So, yeah. I mean, let's say, I mean, he is going to be somebody I'm going to target just because I think the ball strike is back, you know, save for today. It right. was really good. Um, you know, I think so. I'm going to be back on Sunday again. Like he had such oh, a bad yeah. putting week last week and he's so good in Bermuda and the ball striking was really good. Uh, I'm going to be on him, you know, Victor Hovland. I, he didn't play that great at Kapalua, but he's so good with his mid irons. That's, that's such me a guy I like there too. Hovland's, so Hovland's so fun to have as a degenerate because I mean, you you have no idea what you're going to get. Like it's, it's, I like, I like having Hovland on a card in DFS. Cause he's going to score. Um, I like Hovland. Yeah. Um, I mean, I what, mean what, what did he do with his eyes this week? Like, I feel like he was fucking all over the place too. He, he wasn't very good this week. Yeah, yeah. I know he lost strokes putting and he didn't have a good ball striking week. I don't have the exact numbers in front of me, but he, he didn't do well. Um, I mean, Daniel Berger had a good ball striking week last um, at Kapalua. Yeah. You know, putting wasn't all that great. You know, we can see a little bit of a bounce back there. And then, I mean, everyone's going to be off a of decky, including you. Yeah. Forever. And forever. So Sandlot forever. <laughs> if you want to, if you want someone to hang out with Hideki, you gain 1.6 nope. strokes, T to grain. You talk to them. Gain a little bit potting, you. <laughs> and he is a good iron player and everyone's going to be off him. So listen, if you want to fade the steam or fade, you know, what everybody's fading, you yeah. know, that might be one for you. I hate you. I hate you. Well, so you say something. You say stuff like that, and you know that's what we, that that's a spot that I would be on. Like, all right, everybody's gonna be off him this week, so I'm gonna jump on. And I just swore him off, and I'm already like, maybe one more time. See, like, we need to you need to like mute me out, like put me. Remember that the box, like in Family Feud or whatever. You need to put me in that box when you talk about Hideki, so I don't hear anything that makes me fucking light my money on fire with him anymore. Well, listen, the beauty that we're doing now is we have two podcasts a week. I have 48 hours to digest this. You have 48 hours to digest that too. And we can see that's not a good thing. <laughs> Me thinking about something for 48 hours is never a good thing, sir. Well, I, how, how about this? How about you see what everybody else is saying this week? And yeah. if they just said what I just said, 
stay away. Stay away. But if the general consensus is, yeah, this guy's toast. We're not on him. Maybe. I mean, he has had some good finishes here. God damn even it. with the bad partner. So why, why don't, we just don't even care. Nope. I'm sticking to my word. Dead. Dead to me. Dead. Right. We'll we'll see what he says 48 hours from now, gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen. Um, what do you think about, what do you think about Cooch, man? Like, uh, like that was a guy, I feel like he was like a free square a couple of years ago on DFS and like, in like big tournaments, nobody wanted to play like, or everybody would play him because he's so accurate, but he, Oh, excuse me. Shit. He has not looked good. No, he has. And I, I don't have the numbers in front of me, but it, the fall wasn't very good. Um, I, the problem is we have nothing to go by. We have no idea what his form is coming in. It would just be. You are trying to, on blind faith, think right. that it's just going to go completely the other way and that he's magically found something. So, I mean, we'll see. I mean, maybe he's pissed off that his caddy basically fired him and now he's on. Played so, Leishman so, last week on that. <laughs> well, I mean, so, so that other guy walking around the course, that's Kucher's old caddy. And he basically oh. fired Kucher. Oh, the Bones, his, right? You talk about Bones? No, not bones. The other guy, I forget what his name is. Oh yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. But he, so he basically said, yeah, Kucher, I'm out. I'm going to work for golf channel. So basically the caddy fired him, which well, is, yeah, uh, which is what Greller needs to do to speed. At some yeah. Point. I mean, come on. I mean, we all know he's going to make more money as possibly an intern at the golf channel than he would have as Kucher's caddy. Right. Yes. He <laughs> with, is. with how, with how generous Kucher is. Um, uh, well, and, uh, anyways, I mean like, listen, Kucher's really good here. If he's playing well, he's got all the tools for it. But I mean, I, I don't know. I remember being. Right. being how, on how old is Kucha right now? Oh, he's over forty. Right, like he's got to be getting close to the Champions Tour. No, I think he's still got seven or eight years before that. He was like what forty-five then? And he's like forty-four. So I think old. I think he's Tiger's. I think he's Tiger's age actually. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So I mean, listen, he's gonna be a great Champions Tour player. He's gonna win like five majors up there. But Not I mean, I mean we, we gotta get there first. <laughs> Not with Phil. Just Might be a bumpy ride. Racking it up. Um, all right. So we kind of touched on some initial leads and things like that. So um, just uh, real quick, cause we want to try to keep it a little shorter. I'm just going to run through the, uh, the last two people who were uh, brought to you by, it's going to be better than dot Vegas. It's like YouTube, but for what DJs care or DJs only care about it's sports betting. The best part is you'll be able to get free video picks from the SGPN crew. Make sure to subscribe to the SGPN page, sports slash BTV. So you don't miss any of our videos. If you subscribe, you get a notification every time a new SGPN video is posted. Uh, I posted one last Wednesday, a little late. I'm going to try to get it out a little earlier. I had uh, some work stuff that kind of postponed me. I'll get it out earlier this week guys. So you can see my, uh, my pretty face and, uh, and, and giving you picks. And, uh, um, so, so go to the sports gambling podcast.com slash BTV to subscribe to our better than Vegas page today. That's sports gambling podcast.com slash BTV. And then once again, uh, we're brought to you by better edge. Better edge is a stock exchange for sports bets, allowing you to buy and sell positions like the stock market. The best part is you don't, Pay Vic. Since you're buying the positions uh, from other sports bettors, there is no house. You can play for money in 40 states. Plus, we get a weekly contest going uh, with listeners. Uh, so this week they had the wild card wager weekend. I didn't get in on that. Steve, did you get in on it? No, unfortunately, right. unfortunately, I did not. Yeah, I didn't either. I, I feel like I missed out on that one. Um, but I'm sure we'll do some other ones like they did, uh, you know, uh, moving forward, especially moving with football division around and then conference rounds. But uh, listen, sign up at betteredge.com and use promo code SGP for a free $10 bet. That's betteredge.com promo code SGP. 
And last but not least, Ace Perhead. Ever thought of starting your own sports book, but don't know how? Ace Perhead is here to help you start your own sports book. They'll provide you with an all inclusive betting site and will provide lines updated to the second and wagers graded immediately. They have taught notch customer service supporting going on 24 seven and some of the sharpest lines of the industry. Plus ACE per head offers live betting and an amazing mobile experience. Get started today. And ACE is offering up to six weeks free. Just go to aceperhead.com slash SGP. That's aceperhead.com slash SGP. I am interested in that. Um, in that better edge one. Like I, I meant to, cause that guy uh, was in the Slack channel. Um, the, the, the guy who created it or whatever co co-founder, and uh, I shot him. I was like, yo, go listen to the podcast. See how uh, terrible I did your read. Let me know if you liked it. And um, because I wonder if they're going to do PGA because I mean, dude, it's almost like options trading, right? Like it's almost like, listen, you need to uh, like, all right, well, but there's, there's, there's not even any premiums on it. I mean, it's literally just, it's just a bunch of generous taking other people's action. So I, so I, I guess I'm curious, like, all right, so do, so do you have to have like, I imagine there's no like naked calls and things like that. Like you've got to have cash in your, in whatever your um, bank account is um, or whatever your, your site is to be able to take action. Right. Like I'm hoping that's the case. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> right? Hopefully. Well, hopefully. I mean, I, I, I would find this out, but uh, unfortunately it's not available in New York state. See, it's one of like, it's available one of, like all right. So yes, it is. All right, so here's the deal. I'm gonna get on. I'm gonna see if there's any PGA. We'll go back and forth, and uh, and I'll I'll take some of your action. We'll throw it on there, and uh, we'll try to clean up. How's that? All right, sounds good. All right, brother. All right, what else we got? I think that's it. I I got nothing. Uh, I mean, I think we cut touch on pretty much everything. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, listen, just uh, you know, head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com. Uh, I got my preview up, and you know, basically everything we talked about tonight, you can see it all in written form. Uh, and then we will be back on Tuesday with all your DraftKings needs and all our uh, betting needs. And uh, we're going to also do a special one and done segment. Too. Yes, uh, that's yes, a very yes. popular contest. And Capra and I are in, excuse me, a big one and done uh, contest this year. So we yeah. are going to banter and argue on the podcast about mm -hmm. what our pick should be because we uh, we're both, uh, we have 16 show. We have, we are going to have two entries. And then we uh, both have a stake in each. So, uh, so we're going to have to come to some sort of meeting of minds and uh, it's going to make for us. Uh, this is going to make for lots of arguments. I'm sure it's going to be great when I try to talk him into Hideki if one and done that, that is never fucking happening. I swear that no, we are not fucking playing him. We're not playing him this year. No, come on. Uh -huh. no, come on. Let's no. do it. No, no, we listen. Let's talk about it. No, listen, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about it. I guess. I mean, I guess, I guess you'll be like, Hey, listen, let's report, let's, let's record the podcast at 10 30. Cause you know, it'll be fucking five gins deep and you know, you can flip me. <laughs> that'll, that'll be the you only time. How it many happens. strokes Hideki has gained in 14 mile per hour winds from the Southeast. Do you know? <laughs> Don't you confuse me with your facts, Steve. <laughs> uh, like Steve said, man, head over to the sports game of podcast. Go, uh, go read his work, man. Uh, without interruptions from idiots like myself, um, digest it. Uh, we'll be back uh, Wednesday morning for your commute. Uh, with, like you said, with a DFS and uh, betting needs. Don't forget to go to the sports gambling uh, podcast uh, Slack channel, man. Come in. It's fun. Uh, it's not just golf. Um, if you listen to this, then uh, you're probably degenerate somewhere else too. Uh, they got NFL, NBA, and all that other shit going on too. Uh, follow me on Twitter. I'm going to try to be more active this season, um, but keep in mind, uh, I have a job and four kids and uh, it is, uh, I do my best and Twitter's a 
fucking cesspool as much as I love it. Um, but follow me on Boston underscore capper. Uh, I'll start, I'll start trying to put out some picks like uh, Tuesday, uh, Wednesday nights before the tournaments and things like that. Uh, but definitely come over and check out the Slack channel. Uh, so you can get some uh, knowledge from Steve so you can uh, do the head to heads and, and get some matchup bets, live bets over the weekend. It's good shit boys. Uh, so listen, first week, Green screens. Can't ask more than that. Let's go, baby. Week two. 